so it's Thursday now, February 21st. Um, Yud, Yud Aleph, Yud Aleph Adar. So yesterday he explained how all the oilam is a bottle betachlis abikul. That's the meaning of achad. But that yichud is called yichud yilah. That's a higher yichud. That's the higher yichud. And lav kol moicha savolda. Not every brain can handle that. And meaning that, that generally we can't. We, we're not meant to live in that yichud. We're not meant to live there. He's not recommending and saying that's where you're supposed to live. In, in a point where you don't have any any sense of self whatsoever. There are very few tzaddikim who live in that state. You need a few tzaddikim to be living in the emes, in the complete truth, but it's not the state of affairs, it's, and it's not the, it's not the icker state of where the Eberster takes, derives pleasure, that we should be in that state. That's a state of matan for a few minutes. The main uh, um, state of which the Eberster derives pleasure is, is, is when we are a yesh, when we do feel ourselves as a messiah, and, and, and over there we, and over there we um, surrender to his will. When we do the Abishnah's will. Well, the Abishnah's enjoyment is when there is a conflict between his will and our will. And yet, we, we uh, bend our will to do his will. That's, and that comes from the Yehud from the lower Yehud. I was recognizing the Abishnah as the boss. That's also a Yehud. It's all, it's, the entire world is Hashem's kingdom. And, 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 and he's, it's under his sovereignty. That's Kedusha. That's still Kedusha. Where does it become Kalipa? It becomes Kalipa the moment there is rebellion. The moment is that I have my own power. That I'm not under the Yevishtism. And that's where he doesn't belong. That's where the struggle is between Kalipa and this lower level of Kedusha, of Yehudah Tata, where I know, where I recognize the, the Hashem as the source and the power of my life, and therefore I cannot do anything that is against his will. And that's Baruch Shem Kavod Machus so even though there is a greater truth, if we would see the emes the way it is, we would see a greater truth, but it, that truth is too deep for us to be in. And that's, and that's maybe That's the lower yichud. Why? What does Baruch Shem Kavod Machus have to do with the yichud? I understand Shema Yisrael is an inyan of yichud, but how is Baruch Shem Kavod Machus an inyan of yichud? Not, he says, Because the Zohar says that Vaid and Echad is the exact, Vaid is, is mamish the word Echad. It's just exchanged letters. The Vaid, the Vaid is a replacement letter for the word Echad. In the, it's almost like we would say, Baruch Shem Kevoid Machusoy Li'oilam Echad. Why? How do you exchange Vaid for Echad? Because the Aleph switches with a Vav. Why? Because they're both vowels. Aleph above. Um, the Ches switches with the Ayin from Va'ed because they're both guttural letters. They're both coming from the, uh, from the, 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 the from a person's, uh, they're both coming from a person's um, throat, right? Ayin also, and Ches. And the Dalit is also, and Dalit is Dalit, but it's not the same Dalit. Because the Dalit in Echad is a large Dalit. And the Dalit in Vod is a regular Dalit which means even the Dalit is not the same. So it's all a switch. 
The word va'ed is switched letters. It's a chad, switched letters. What happens when, you, when, 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 when you're switching letters, when letters are exchanged one for the other? The concept is still the same because you're only taking a similar letter to switch it. But the very same concept is not so clear anymore. It's already, which means the echad is not so pronounced. It's still echad, but it's not so, it's not so powerfully echad. And that's the in of We're still staying within the Ebershter's yichud, but it's not yichud the yilah, it's yichud tata. It's the dal yichud. And that's the va'ed instead of echad. And that's why Yaakov Avinu was. Because now, here he comes to say, in Yenisavos, the idea of the coming into being, of the Gimaloilamais, of the three worlds, Bria Yitzir and Asiya. And now, we're declaring the truth as the truth is, how true truth truth as truth is, that there's nothing in, literally in existence besides Hashem. Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus is saying the same idea in a much mellower, in a way that we can live in. And that is there's nothing outside of Hashem's control, but not nothing outside Hashem. Because we're not able to live in the state of non-beingness all the time. We can maybe have a moment of the day, but all the day. But yet we still have to comply with Hashem's wishes even, and that's, the, that's what we're left with. We're left with Baruch Shem Malchus the, the, the line begins with the, the top begins with the words kihine bekan. You have it, kihine bekan. Maybe it's the, it was the back of that one. Let me see. Was it the back of that one? Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't the back of that one. It's the other side. Here, let me give you. Take this one. Kihine bekan. Yeah. You know what happened? It's that when they made the copy, the top didn't come out. The top with the numbers didn't come out. Yeah, we finished. We started Chav Gimel. This is Chav Gimel. Yeah. Kihine bekan baloimar because over here he comes to say, Inyan is havos Gimel Oylem is biyah. The idea of the coming into being of the three worlds, Bria Yetzir and Asiya. In other words, till now, till Shema Yisrael Shem Lekeno Hashem Achad is still Atzilus consciousness, the consciousness of the highest world. Achad. Over there, there's nothing but Hashem. Then Baruch Shem Kavod Machus Elanavod. We're speaking already about Hashem's kingdom. Now, the very notion of a kingdom implies that there are subjects. Because without a subject, there was no kingdom. So there has to be, and you have to have free-willed, free-willed subjects. Because if you don't have free-willed subjects, then it's, then it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a um, what do you call it? It's a, um, no, a dictatorship. And that's not a kingdom. That's a, man, that's a moshel. A kingdom is where the, where, the, where, the, where the people voluntarily accept their king. And, th- and in that case, they ex- but, but they have to listen. But they voluntarily accept their king. Their kingdom with will they've accepted. But they have to be able to have an eye. They have to be able to have a will. And you can only have a will if you have an eye, if you have a beingness, if you have a sense of self. But if you're nullified and you don't exist, you have no eye, you have no will. So Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad. If we remained over there all day long, then Hashem's desire of being a of being a sovereign ruler and taking pleasure in us serving Him wouldn't be able to be, because all of the creation is just Him. So you have to create this blockage where He allows the creation to feel more like itself, and then they surrender to Him, and that's the next stage in Baruch Shem. See, that's what He says. It's the coming into being, and that exists in three rungs because there's three worlds. In where, in where the creation is taking place. 
Okay? The first world is the world of neshamis, of soul. They're also creation. They're also already subtle, subtle beings. Bria. No, Atzilus is already beyond. Atzilus is not. Atzilus is Shema Yisrael Hashem Aken Hashem But we're talking about the three next worlds, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. So Bria is a very subtle state where there's only very, very, very slight separation. Yitzira is already a stronger separation. It's more distant. And finally, Asiya is completely cut off. And therefore, the, 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 uh, the sense of separation, the sense of apartness is very strong down here. That's why Yitzhahara is here and the possibility of sin and all that. Kihineis, he says, because over here he's coming to say Yitzhahara is the coming of the being of Gimaloilamas, the three worlds. Bria, Yitzhira, and Asiya. Al Yedei Midas Malchusai, through Hashem's attribute of kingship. Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusai. Baruch means to be drawn down. Shem means a name. Now, in, in, in Hasidus, whenever it says name, name is synonymous with Malchus. Why does Malchus and name go together? Because just like a king rules by his name going out over his empire, the king himself doesn't go anywhere. It's all the, a, built, a, building, a building is built, a city is built, a bridge is built in the name of the king. So a name and kingship is the same thing. Um, and just like uh, a name is not you, like some kind of an aura that you have but it's not you so to a king is not the king for himself the whole idea of kingship is his relationship to others so that's why shame is name is kingdom kavod is also kingdom because a king has covered has honor when you think about honor honorable honorable majesty the king is the symbol of honor and finally machusa is kingship so it's really like it would be saying, Baruch Melech 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 Leolam Vod. Shame Kavod are also other manifestations of kingdom. Right? So shame is referring to Hashem's kingdom as it's manifesting in the highest world of creation, which is the world of Bria. Kavod Hashem's honor is the level of Hashem's kingdom as it's manifesting in the second world, in the second tier of, of existence, which is Olam Ayatsira. And then Malchuso is Hashem's kingdom as it's manifesting here in the physical realm, in the physical Olam Asiya. And Olam forever, Va'ed, we said earlier, Va'ed is the same word of the, as Echad. Because it's just exchange of letters. Aleph exchanges with the Vav. Ches exchanges with an Ayin because they're both guttural letters. And Dalet is the same. Just here it's a big Dalet, here it's a small Dalet. The idea is that in these three worlds of Shem, Kavod, Malchuso, the Olam Va'ed, we're all unifying through our through our acceptance of one king. So we're still within the unity. We haven't stepped out of the unity. Even though we're not experiencing full, full and absolute truth of the higher yichud, that there's none but Hashem. So now we understand these two psukim describe the entire descent of God's light, into, of Hashem's light into creation. Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu, Hashem Achad, we said, is even in the word Echad, you have Aleph is the source, the Kesar light, the source of Chachmah. Ches is Chachma. Dalet is Dibor. That's, that's from Chachma to Malchus of Atzilus. That's the entire range of Atzilus. And over there you have perfect unity. And then Baruch, then the light gets diminished. As we're going to see later, there is a Paroches. There is a, just like between the Holy of Holies and the Holies there was a partition. So between Atzilus and Bri Atzilu, there's another partition, a big Paroches that's covering and concealing the, that the full truth should not show itself. And what should... But yet, a little bit of the light does pass through the curtain. And it creates, Baruch Shem Kevoid Malchusai Le'oi Lomvoid. It creates the three worlds. 
Again, the, the creation of the three worlds biyah, al yedei midas malchusay through the attribute of malchus yizbar hachamis labeshes the hand that encloses itself in these three worlds, shein kevoid malchusay and the name of his glorious kingdom, who inyan hislapshus hamalchus is the enclosing itself of Hashem's kingship, begimel oylam is in the three worlds bria yitzira asiya shein bria great. As we said earlier in the 13th chapter. Now he says, here's where creation begins. Now what does creation mean in Hebrew? The word Bria, Hebrew. We, in Hebrew we use the word Bria, right? The whole idea of Bria is when something new is created out of nothing. A yesh, a new entity out of nothing. But the the, the meaning which, which implies yesh. That the nivra has to be a something. Vidavar nifra dithnayatman, he has to be apart from, from that which created him. Because if he's not apart from that which created him, if he's still an extension of what created him, then he's not Yesh Me'ayan, then he's still ex- an extension of whatever was before. Yesh Me'ayan meaning it's something totally new. New, new, new. There's no connection between what was here, what's now, and what was here before. So it's ex nilo, meaning zero, zero connection. Which means that the creation has to be a what? Has to be a something. In his own, right? Vahagam. and even though. Shayesha Nivra. Now, the, the created being, Hugam King Kalochashiv Kame. In truth, the created being is also not in front of Hashem. Is non existent, as we spoke earlier, we learned yesterday, how all of creation is still included in its source. Now, it's like the rays of the sun while they're still in the sun, they don't exist. The only thing that's there is the sun, not the rays of the sun. So to all of the creations are nullified completely. So we are completely nullified in our source. So how can we say that we are a yesh, we are something separated? There's nothing separated from us. It's impossible to be separated. There's no, there's no separation. He's everywhere and everything. It's not possible to be separated. He was saying, that what is Hashem created? He created something that is separated from him. So he says, true, we're nullified completely, but that's the way he sees it. In his, in his mind, in his, in his vision, we are completely nullified to him, and we never ever stepped out of his, his not just jurisdiction, we never stepped out of, out of being him. Uh, it says, and even though, is also like not before him, no meaning. We're literally nullified. In comparison to the light and the power. That is continuously flowing into us. Our existence would not be without divine energy that's flowing into us. From where is this energy coming from? From the Atzil, from Atzilus, from the world of Atzilus, which is from the divine attributes of Atzilus. Mahakelem, from the vessels. The Yudsvir is the Abiyah, of the ten attributes of Abiyah. Because here's the thing, really we're being sustained by the light. But the light itself is too powerful to sustain, to sustain finite creation or even defined creation. So the light comes through the vessel, so that's why he's saying we're sustained by the, by the energy coming from the divine attributes, the vessels of the attributes of the four worlds. Atzilus, Bria, Sirin, Meaning that there's attributes in each, four wor- in each of the four worlds, right? We know that there's spheres in every world, and the light goes through the spheres, creating the creations. Now, since we're continuously being vivified and animated or, and created, and brought into beingness from the, from the energy flowing to us from the Yitzvirs. So we are bottled to that energy. 
so, so much bottle we are because we're in our source. Right? Shahakav Oirin because that very line, the Kav, Kav means the line of Oirin that Hashem extended to create the world. Right? Again, because in Kabbalah it says that the Ebrister created this black hole, this void. Right? He pulled back. He pulled back. He rolled back his light. So he made this void. And in this void, he extended a little ray of his light, a little thread of his light. So that's called the Kav. It's descending through all the worlds. Meir Behem. So that Kav is shining in every creation. It's there in every creation. And therefore, what is the creation's relationship to that energy? We are like reflections or, or uh, lights of the sun or, uh, or, or um, rays of the sun while it's still in the sun. So what kind of yesh? Who's a yesh? Who's a being? What kind of yesh me'ayin if everything is in its source? We spoke, all oh, the letters are in their source, never pronounced. There is no existence but Hashem. So he says, the answer is, here is the magic of creation. That's from God, from Hashem's perspective. Kamei, in front of him. <laughs> in front of him. Shuhu Yidiyasi is how Hashem sees it, how Hashem sees all of creation. He's looking down. So the creations are all still embedded within him, and they don't have an existence at all. They definitely don't have an independent existence. But in the knowledge, in our consciousness, as we look up, the Yesh feels himself, the Yesh Hanivra, the created being, the, feels himself as a Dova Nifrid Legamri, as something completely uh, separated from Hashem. To the point that the person was given true Bechira to execute Hashem's desires and Hashem's will, or to Hashem totally ignore it and do what he wants, even though at that very time he's completely nullified Hashem in truth. So Hashem wanted that, to, in, in, that we should be living not, not in that MS, not in that truth, and appear to be a somebody, and therefore we could, we could make choices to serve and not to serve. It says, In his or her knowledge, Shemamata is from below. Why? And that is because the power, the, created, the, the power of the Creator that's creating us, that's flowing in us, we have no clue of it. We have no feeling of it at all. It's not grasped at all. We don't know it. We don't sense it. Right at this moment, there is an infinite power right over here creating us. And we have no clue in what it is. We can't relate to it. So it's as if it doesn't exist. So if it doesn't exist, then we're operating on our own without a power behind us. And that's what gives us a sense of independence. Even though, we're th- even though we're, we're, we are really within our source. Two things. First of all, we have no grasp in it. Also, the value of who we are, of the substance of the creation, to the create to, to the creative energy, have no, no, um, no uh, comparison at all. I Meaning, there's nothing that you can. There's nothing at all that you can say that they both they both share. Right. If there would be some kind of a similarity even in something, they would have a shaykhaz. There's no shaykhaz whatsoever in the power, the divine power creating the creation and the creation. We're like... We're completely a different kind of reality. You can't even say, you might say, okay, I I have something. We might say maybe a muscle. We might say... You know, do we share anything in common with the power that's creating us? 
can say, yeah, he exists and we, obviously we're not, obviously we, we, we don't compare in, in color, looks, and height. In, obviously we don't compare in, in anything, so, so is there anything that we do compare in? So we might think maybe in existence, we both exist. Energy exists, but even that is not true. Because his existence and our existence is a whole different kind of existence to the point that even that similarity isn't there. So there is no, and therefore, not even a tiny drop, from the comparison of the alul, of the effect, cause and the effect, because a cause, this is going to be too, too much, especially since we have to start it so fast. Um, all right, so what he has given us today is beingness. The last two days we're learning how not being, how it's more comfortable to live in the non-beingness. Now, 